Welcome to People in Exile, where we have conversations, host interviews, discuss books, and engage with the Bible to help believers live out their faith in an unbelieving world. Welcome to this episode of People in Exile. I'm your host for this episode, Christopher Chambers, and I am here, as usual, although for the first time in 2021, with... The Ben Ellis. And... Actually, Andrew. Actually, Andrew. Uh, well, welcome, fellas. Welcome to 2021. Uh, we're 11 days into this year, and uh, yeah, so what we wanted to talk about this morning um, was resolutions. Resolutions, right? resolutions yeah. yes. <clears throat> Ben's got a lot of them. So th- there's there's some individuals that love to make resolutions, right? There's some individuals that don't make resolutions. There's a lot of individuals who make them and don't uh, follow through. Um, there's a lot of individuals like myself who have made resolutions over the years, didn't follow through, and for that reason, never make them anymore. Mm. Um so what are your thoughts on uh, on resolutions? Good, good, bad, indifferent? First of all, is resolution different than a goal? I, I, I mean, I, I think it's supposed to be like more substantial. Is it? What's I that mean? So. I mean, like, well, like I think of, I always thought about it in terms of like resolved, we the people that, da, 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 da. it's one of those sort of like, supposed to be this like weighty term of like resolution above a goal. It's like, so it's like, like if you we're say. We're overly committing ourselves to this reality. So if you say. I have a goal to lose 20 pounds. It doesn't mean as much to say I've resolved to lose 20 pounds. I think that's the intent of the word. Uh, okay. Now, I don't All think right. that's now like, and I think what we're going to find out real quick as we go through this episode is that like in the language that we use today, I don't think there's a lot of difference, but I think it's one of those places where like the language has lost its flavor. So hmm. I think it should mean is, more, isn't there is there a Jonathan Edwards uh, writing uh, called the resolutions or something? Or well, he making wrote, that up. He wrote uh, the rules or something. What was it called? He had like that book. Yeah, I thought it was it's not like resolution. The, Is that not the, the I do not there? know the answer to that question. I am oh actually not a Jonathan Edwards guy. I what? mean, I like him. Everything. Religious I read, affections. I, like him, I thought that was your thing. Yeah, man. religious affections. I've read. Sinners in the Hands of Angry God. I've read. Yeah. Uh, I think like everybody's read that. When you start reading sermons, it's like one of the most. Famous yeah. Okay. Jonathan Edwards uh, resolution. It's a thing. I didn't make it up. No, you didn't. No, I didn't think I you thought did. it was I called rules know. or something. Seventy resolutions. Oh, it's all right. There you go. Right, there yeah. you go. He and wrote those when he was like eighteen or sixteen yes, or something that, like that. And, and just to give you a little flavor, uh, let's see. Uh, resolved that I will do whatever I think to be most to God's glory and my own good, profit and pleasure, and the whole of my duration, without any consideration of the time, whether now or never. Uh, so many myriads of ages, ages hence, <laughs> resolved to do. That's how I write. That's how I think. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? I think. Especially when I was eighteen. Yeah, right? my laughter was. That's a little different than. Hey, I want to lose twenty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little heavier, right? A little heavier. Maybe Ben's on to something this morning. Mm-hmm. He knows the difference. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think there's some truth to that. So is the question: Are they good or bad? Or so? uh, just well, the, Jonathan just, Edwards it, did them. It, well, here's it. Yeah, I mean, it must be. Well, so good, right? I mean, what are, what are we doing? Uh, no, t- 2021, man. We're coming off 2020. Uh, you know, many individuals look at uh, 2020 as a you know pretty rough year. And again, I, I don't think anybody would necessarily disagree with that. Uh, it was different. It was quite different. We had the pandemic and among other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but 2021. Uh, now we're trying to look ahead. We still have the pandemic. Uh, actually. Worse than ever right now. I think the death tolls are daily death tolls are as high as they've ever been. Not higher, 
Uh, so we still have a lot of uh, negativity, right, <laughs> entering yeah, the year. Yeah, especially when we're using language like daily death tolls. Right, I mean, exactly, it's a, exactly. Yeah, pretty, not some pretty happy, happy. And then you have these it. strands and then, uh, you know, the, the mutations and all that kind of stuff that's even more now. I think I was listening to New York Daily Times uh, today, actually, and they said, I guess the, the old strand, the original strand, was like 0.95 is, is the is the uh, infection rate. So if you get it, you're likely to infect you know 0.95 other individuals. So and one person will almost get it from. Yeah, you. and and this new one's 1.45. So it's 50 uh, percent more uh, infectious. It's not more deadly or less deadly. Uh, it's, it's just, just more infectious. more infectious. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So I've I got a question that. with this 0.5 though. Like, yeah. does that mean like your legs get infected but not your torso? Uh, I mean, what's going on? There? Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's just the uh, I think that was a joke. Was that a joke? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> the uh, anyway, so but that's what we got, right? That that's the that's the 2021 that we enter into. Um, you know, with that as the as the backdrop drop, uh, among other things. Here in the United States, we have even even uh, even more things, right? Yeah. Uh, that are going on mm-hmm. uh, that certainly are causing a, a lot of individuals, if not everybody, some uh, um, a lot of what uh, angst. Yeah, angst for sure. And so, um, but with, you know, with that being said. We have, uh, we have, we if we want to, we can make resolutions. I was, I was taking a look at a book, uh, actually, uh, over the over the break, the Christmas break. It was called Atomic Habits. You ever, either one of you, heard of that? Nope. Nope. Um, anybody want to guess as to what it may be about? About making habits. It's pretty good. Uh, atomic level habits, even. Okay, what does that mean, though? Having the foggiest. Idea. Give, give me a guess. Give I got an idea. All right, let's hear. It. Like, kind of like key habits that will affect other things. Okay. All right. Where does the atomic come in, though? Yeah, they just atomic chain reactions. Obviously, they just had that word. All right, so it comes from the idea of the atom is the, is the smallest, right? Uh, oh. uh, uh, and uh, so it's the idea of making very, very small changes. He actually tells a story of of. Uh, ah, of I never agree with this. I think it was Great Britain. Uh, they 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 had a cycling team in the uh, Tour de France for years and years and years. Man, you know they were the, they didn't win, didn't even get anywhere near the near the top. They had a, a coach come in. And uh, instead of them trying to make you know over overwhelming over you know over, overhauling Overhaul. everything, mm-hmm. uh, they decided to just make tiny little changes. Uh, you essentially kind of a one percent change a day, and then ultimately see where that leads. Uh, for example of, of some of the things they changed, um, they would it, it was something like in the inside in the interior or wherever, wherever they carry their their bikes, you know, in the in the vehicle, they would paint it completely white, whether it's an outside or inside, right? So that when the uh, the bikes were, were 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 being shipped. If there was any dirt whatsoever, right, it was eat more easily to be seen than to get them clean. Yeah, because if, if you if, if there's any dirt, the the bikes break down. Right, leads to all those kind of things. little minor things like that. Right, it's pretty cool though. Yeah, and and so anyway, a bunch of these minor uh, changes ultimately led to uh, they won. You know, uh, year over year for for a stretch, they they won it multiple times, maybe five out of six years, something like that. So, wow. yeah, it's anyway kind of a, kind of a neat idea because uh, I think. This idea of goals and this idea of resolution. All of us have have goals that right that we've made at some point. A lot a lot of times, uh, we, we we set those goals and for one one reason or another they kind of fall by the wayside. Uh, but if we think of it in th- in those terms, well, what what can I change? What are small things? Now let, let me give you an example of of, of a real life example. Um, Pat Fieda, right? He was. Uh, um, <clears throat> I was telling him, Hey, listen, I, I need to, I need to drop a, a few pounds. This is, this is a few months ago. And, uh, and, and, you know, I'm like, all right, and I, I'm typically, when I do that, I, I'm very drastic in my, in my changes. Um, and he's like, don't do that because that's not going to last. Right. Instead, just make small changes. Like again, he'd never read the book, but this is just kind of how he thinks. 
And uh, he's like, instead of doing that, you know, don't eat after, you know, I think he said start at seven o'clock. And then after doing that for a month, you know, six o'clock and then, you know, whatever. So you're not eating as late at night. He said, also start taking out one little thing. Instead of drinking regular soda, maybe drink diet soda. Maybe get soda out of your diet, you know, altogether. So just minor little changes, one at a time. And then every month, add something new to that. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, my wife did that. And, uh, and she actually is the reason why I was able to get started losing some weight. And she lost 20 plus pounds in a matter of about a month just by making those minor little changes. Yeah, well, that's awesome. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So anyway, um, so the idea you're saying there is is that uh, so one, you're, we go back to the conversation: goals, resolutions, goals, and resolutions have a lot of overlap, but resolutions have deeper weight because Jonathan Edwards used it in his title. <laughs> right. Obviously. Yes. Fair. Obviously. And then small changes. Yeah. Small. Yeah. yeah. So you're a favor for him. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I, I've actually implemented, uh, you know, and, and I've, I've lost. So. I don't I don't know where. I mean, like, I'm trying to think of like, a, you know, trying to be all spiritual here for a moment. I don't know, like, where you would make a spiritual argument against them. You know, like what could you know, one thing that goes to my head and, I, and I'm, I'm just throwing that out, throwing this out there. Not as I, I think this is the correct answer for that. But, you know, James talks about like. You know, you talk about what you're going to do next year, and you, you don't know what you're going to be able to do next year, so you say, Lord willing. But I don't know if that's really the same vein as what we're talking about. So I can't really think of any other context where Scripture is like, no, don't be like that. No, Can I think, yeah, I think Andrew's, Andrew's right in that because it's, it really makes sense that, I mean, if, if we're going to, if we're in this process called sanctification anyway. Mm-hmm. I got one right? more. I, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I, mean, I just thought of one. If we're in this vein of sanctification anyway, that's... That's I think everybody universally understands sanctification as a process, not as a finalized result. Mm-hmm. Right? We see sanctification leading to glorification, so you end up in glorification through that process of sanctification or being made holy. So that means you're always going to be growing, going forward in some kind of process or progress. And what that's going to mean, I think, inherently for us is that there are going to be times and places where we're going to have to com- have conversations with the Lord, conversations with ourselves, conversations within our community. Uh, and friend groups and say, hey, look, we're going to do this to move forward. So I don't think that biblically from that perspective there's any reason why it's... it's Real, real quick, so it just inherently in, in, in being a Christian, being a believer, being um, um, uh, placing our faith in Christ, having a relationship with Christ, just inherently in that mm-hmm. is this idea that we will be or should be growing each and every day. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That, that, absolutely. I mean, it just, that's just part of, of the Christian life. Mm-hmm. If it's not, we should, we should what? Should we worry about it? Should I we? Would be. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but make sure you're careful with the word growing there. Like if you're referring to, you know, if you're, I would think that you're limiting that to a spiritual growth, mm-hmm. not a growth of, well, my finances are growing. No, right? of course. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure yeah, everybody absolutely. understands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's not, you know, necessarily a part of the equation. No, absolutely. Okay. But so I, I guess just the way my mind works, when you put, somebody puts a question like, hey, is this something, you know, like. Is this good or bad? Yeah. yeah. Then I start trying to think of like, well, let's figure out all the bad. Yeah. You know, I, I, one of the things that I would think about, and I'm trying to remember the, the reference, if it's Proverbs or Psalms, and it's bad, I can't remember, but it talks about how we, uh, we, we make plans, but God orders our steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I think the I don't think that that's again opposing goals. I think the idea there that we all have to understand is, for example, nobody could have predicted twenty twenty one. Right. You know, right. we couldn't have predicted mm-hmm. a pandemic. We couldn't predicted the ink. You know, some of the angst that we felt we talked about earlier, or maybe even our own personal situations of a disease or whatever mm-hmm. bad things. Okay. So, in lieu of 
bad or in lieu of maybe really good that we couldn't expect either. I think we just have to have an understanding that we aren't God. You know, we can plan and we can work hard and try to do certain things. But at the end of the day, it's not ours to determine from the standpoint of, you know, like a bigger perspective. I mean, we, I think God gives us a lot of, obviously, I think he gives us a lot of freedom and a lot of control to make a lot of decisions and to do a lot of things. But, you know, we don't get to have the final say so for everything. Yeah. So. I think going along with that too, though, is the idea that, you know, as we're kind of planning and thinking and moving forward and trying to make adjustments in our life, that understanding that the will of God, you know, how we're tapping into the will of God, how we're aligning our lives with the will of God or how our lives are being aligned with the will of God. I think that changes a lot about that conversation too, because I think the vanity of that statement uh, in the Proverbs is, is a idea that we are making plans independent or separate from the will of God, right? That's like our heart is inclined towards making plans that satisfy ourselves as opposed to satisfying or aligning with the will of God. Whereas, aligning ourselves with the will of God, we're inherently going to be following whatever forward God is moving history mm-hmm. in. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that That's goes like, point. I th- think of like John 15, right? Now, abide in me, right? And 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 uh, my words right, abide right. in you, ask anything, uh, and and uh, it shall be given to you, right? Uh, right. But, but, but again, the idea is that, that what you're asking is in the completely center will of God, right? That, right. that, those, that ultimately he's going to be glorified in whatever action you're, you're requesting. Right. And I was thinking like Romans 12, 1 and 2. I was yeah, thinking sure. of Philippians mm-hmm. where, where Paul is actually praying for, or Ephesians and Philippians where Paul is praying for the church that they would know the will of God and act yeah. accordingly. Yeah. Like that's that kind of like both and kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, now let's flip it the other way. All right. Can we, because, I'm, I'm, so we, I think we've answered that part well, like, okay, we, we understand all these things, good within measure of knowing, you know, that we're seeking the kingdom of God and we're staying in line and being in union with God. Great. All right. Can't, could someone be so like, I don't know the word, but like consumed with trying to be righteous that they may like I'm not going to try to move forward in life like they they're so overwhelmed with okay as an example Paul talks about like you know he's like physical weight or physical uh what's the word I'm looking for here physical bodily training yeah. is good has good has it's temporary it's it has a small amount of good yeah. versus mm-hmm. spiritual right you know mm-hmm. could mm-hmm. someone then say man you know what I read Paul's stuff and I'm like I'm not going to take care of my physical at all because it's only got a little bit. I only got so much time. I'm only going to focus on this. Could someone kind of take it the other way and not maybe make some of those changes because they're so heavenly minded and not earthly minded? So real quick. Yeah. I'm just going to mention this. uh, I, I, uh, or Justo Gonzalez, right? He he wrote two. uh, two, Justo. Yeah. He wrote two, uh, two volume set of, uh, what is it called? The uh, history of Christianity, the story of Christianity. Christianity. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, I went through over the break, uh, volume one, part one. Uh, but what you do see is the uh, is monasticism, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and in a way, that's isn't that what that's kind of doing? I don't know what monasticism. No, is. no, no. Yeah, monks and, and separating oh, themselves oh. from. Okay, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Well, yeah. This is this is actually exactly leaning into the point that I was going to talk about because I was okay. going to talk about Martin Luther. Okay. And Martin Luther, yeah. as he's coming to yeah, the gospel, yeah, yeah. he's as he, having this self-flagellation kind of experience yeah. where he's like, "I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to reach the righteousness of God. I'm yeah. never going to reach the goodness of God." He's confessing three, four times a day, yeah. and you know, of sins that he's committed. That day. I think we're on the same train. Yeah, yeah. Could someone be like that? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's definitely a possibility, and I and I. Th- but I think the you know Luther is also the freeing aspect of that. Mm-hmm. Shows us the freeing aspect of that, 
in Romans 1, 16 and 17, for the righteousness of God is, comes through faith. Mm-hmm. So like even when we have those people who are like, I have to do all these little things to, to reach this thing called righteousness, we have to remember that the grace of God is still consistent. You yeah. Know? Like Christianity isn't, isn't built in the sense of us making ourselves more holy uh, we can never be more holy than Christ can make us. Yeah, because There's, he imputes his righteousness. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, 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 in my finiteness, will never exceed the holiness of Christ. Christ's holiness will always exceed mine. That's the only way I get holiness. Like you said, the imputed righteousness. It's not like in sanctification, I am making myself better than Christ has already made me. Amen. So I guess we put two bookends. Like one side, people could be like, this isn't right. And then on the other side, they could be like, I got to focus so much on becoming more righteous i can't do any of these other things so mm-hmm. you know maybe if you're out there today and that's where you are you know i i gotta be honest when i was growing in my faith i lean more to that side mm-hmm. to the side of like man i can't sports for example yeah. you know like and you know and there's a limit and a line to some of this but i remember when i was younger i you know i wasn't i didn't want to partake in certain things because i was i didn't want to I didn't want to like sabotage my faith, if you will. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and I, I do believe that there are seasons and times and, you know, not like there's a not like there's this moving line of, you know, what's right and wrong. I'm not saying that, but there is a season maybe for somebody to be in, in something versus not for what God's doing in their life. But sure. my point is, is that, it, you know, we were kind of talking off air this uh prior to this about how transparency is so good. Mm-hmm. If I'm being transparent, we're having this conversation about goals and, or excuse me, resolutions. Then I used to be more on that side of, Oh man, I got to really hone in on all, all these like do betters, if you will, instead sure. of all this other stuff. So I don't know. So yeah, I, I think it's probably, probably both. So. And, and I think too, that is, you know, one of the things that we're always trying to do is bring back these conversations, both to scripture uh, and how the Lord is leading us, but also to back to our primary question, which is how are we seeking the good of the city? And I think one of the things that we do with our resolutions is we have to kind of manage how we think about this because one of the things that we want to do in these resolutions is not just only this kind of self-oriented mentality, I want to be better, I want to do better, I want to do this, but also we have to remember that our resolutions need to be geared in such a way that even as we grow, we actually benefit the community around us. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you made that point um, Kind of indirectly, but maybe not indirectly. Anyway, you made that point when you were referring to the proverb that I was talking about how, you know, is it Proverbs or Psalms? I think it's Proverbs. Proverbs, Proverbs. where it's the, the, you know, we we may make these plans, but God orders our steps. We have to think, you know, God's got a will, and his will is to build his church, Mm -hmm. and it's to make, for us to make disciples, and... You know, at the end of the day, that that is a primary objective for us. So one of the things, I don't know if if we want to take the conversation this way, but one of the things kind of with 2020 uh, being the way it was, Michelle and I, my wife, we've talked and we feel more and more prone to, okay, not like cut ourselves off from the outside world, but really focus in on what God is doing right here in this like kind of like a local mentality like you know we'll take the presidential election you know as much as that may concern many of us there's very i mean i have a small part my vote and maybe if i talk to people about certain issues or whatever but at the end of the day that's that's not a decision i get to make you know and i can't control those things so 
instead of putting a lot of energy in things that I can't control, I'm not saying you shouldn't put energy in prayer. Don't, yeah. don't hear that anybody, but you know, one chapter, and I've shared this, I think with both of you guys is Psalm 112. It's a big deal for me. I felt very like God using that chapter in my life where, so it's kind of like my thing, you know, like, okay, this year, what can I do in the, in the realm of the things that God has given me, you know, that, you know, sometimes we, maybe you're out there listening and you spend a lot of energy and mental or physical energy on things that are outside of your realm. And you're just kind of spinning your wheels. Uh, and I'll give credit to Jordan Peterson a little bit with this. Uh, he's, he's not a, he's not a Christian, but he makes a really good point where he says, look, you know, a lot of times people are spending so much time on things outside of their control because, frankly, they don't want to spend time on things that they can control. You know, they don't want to face themselves that way. And so that's one of the things we're trying to really resolve is do the things in, in our life that we can control. So, um, and you might not and, see that from and, Psalm 112. It's just a chapter that I'm really. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I wasn't. I was just. Just so you know, the, the reference for the other one is Proverbs 16.9. Oh, the one I used. Yeah, the okay. heart of man uh, plans his way, but the Lord establishes his yeah, steps. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> but uh, as we were talking just about the idea, how we can get uh, to the point where we're going to the extremes, one, one way or the other, uh, Lloyd-Jones uh, says, and we'll get into this a little bit later in the next episode, but uh, he says, it is not good enough just to remember that we are uh, to act as salt in the earth or as the light of the world, we also have to grasp the fact that it must become the biggest thing in the whole of our life, yeah. right? For the reasons which yeah. we shall consider. But what, what ends up, I think what can happen is uh, we can start to um, um, mix that up priority wise. It, it's the biggest thing in, in life, meaning whatever we're doing, right? That needs to be the focus. That needs to be the lens in which we're looking through, right? Mm-hmm. It, 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 I'm, I'm tracking with you. I'm okay. just thinking through so, what you're saying. Yeah. So um, again, if it's, if it's, uh, 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 hey, I want to get politically active, right? Uh, if that's what it is, okay, let's make sure we don't miss the point, right? Let's make sure that we're looking through the gospel lens, looking through an eternal perspective and not, and not uh, uh, sacrificing the eternal for the temporal. So not right? just, not just, I want to be politically active, but why am I actually being politically How active? am I glorifying am I God? Yeah. How am I glorifying God? How am I uh, uh, spreading the gospel? How am I uh, 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 fulfilling my command uh, mm-hmm. to go and, 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 and make disciples of all nations love by God, doing love this? neighbor. Yeah. 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 How, how are we doing that? Yeah. Um, and, and again, I would think that then that, I mean, and I think this probably goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway, that should be the lens of everything that we're doing. Every, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But again, the, 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 you were, you were pointing to the politics in particular and I was just saying, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. 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 In, in that one, if that's the word, if that's where we are, right. That's what we got to be careful of it, for me, for my job, for you, for your job, Ben, for your job, all of us, right. Uh, regardless of what it is that we are doing, that needs to be the lens by which we look. I, I and, and again, I, I guess the reason why I'm mentioning this is because I can think back, uh, you know, years ago, you mentioned sports when you were younger. Uh, I, I remember thinking to myself, okay, uh, so I'm, I'm hearing, you know, the, the folks who are preaching and teaching, uh, I'm hearing uh, that this needs to be first among everything, right? And I'm thinking, but I feel like, the, but then at the back of my mind, I'm thinking there needs to be some kind of uh, balance, right? I need to balance this. This needs to be one among many. No, 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 no. I was missing the point, right? That it, it, it impacts every single thing that I do. That's the way it should be. So you're saying, you were saying as a, as a younger person, balance meaning like, 
church is one thing, work is gotcha, one thing, gotcha. school is one gotcha. thing, family, relationships. You didn't see a, a permeating effect yes, right, right. in each one. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. You saw those as almost counters. Right. Ah, okay. And, and, and again, it may, may be silly, but <clears throat> in my in my mind at the time, that's... It's uh, not silly. I think it's just good to explain because yeah. I, I think probably that's a common... You know, I would I would imagine that's a, probably a pretty common thought process mm. for many people that are growing in their faith. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think especially in a Western world where we think of compartmentalization as a benefit. Like right. We think of compartmentalization right. as a really good thing. Okay, I can do this over here and this yep. over here. And Wear this hat and that hat. Yeah, yeah. No. this doesn't have to. It's kind of like the department store or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, that's so that's I think it is really important to explain because especially from a Christian perspective, I love the word permeate because yeah. that's such a great word uh, that Andrew used just a minute ago, is that the gospel and the call, of God, uh, the call of God in our life permeates everything. It permeates our resolutions. It permeates our actions. It permeates our work. It permeates uh, and, and, uh, how and, we build a community even. And, and, and again, just kind of backing up for a minute, why is this true from a biblical spiritual standpoint? How, 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 can, we, uh, how can we back that up? Well, you have a completely new nature, Right. Yeah. You're 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 yeah. completely something different than you were. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are to put off the old self, put on the new self. As such, that 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 fallen sinful man or nature is gone, mm-hmm. and and you have this new nature in which you are completely identifying with Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit has indwelled you, and that's your new life. Yeah. You were darkness and now light. Right. And so everything about you has changed. And so because of that, if you're looking at it as a, as 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 you know compartmentalized, well, church is one of the things that I do. Again, you've you've missed the point. You're mm-hmm. missing the point, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to bring in a, a a good C.S. Lewis. You know, um, we can't have an episode without yeah. him. Hey, we had two quotes. Two in our of service. them yesterday. Two. Yeah. It was, Open I was, I was excited. and close. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Jeff out of boy. All right. So C.S. Lewis, and this isn't really a quote, but this is kind of one of the ideas. He talks about how you know a, the the culture of faith, right? Is only oh no no no. This is a G.K. thought. Ah. G.K. Chesterton. All right, so he talks about how culture, there's not really a true culture unless there's a, 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 a godly culture because without Christ, every, in essence, everything is it's like... the same. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's dying, it's decaying. Right. And mm-hmm. so when you think of family or when you think of entertainment, when you think of fun, when you think of things that may not... Family is not necessarily one of these, but even a category that's not bad, but it's not a category that you automatically think spiritual thoughts mm-hmm. toward... GK makes that point like, no, without God, yeah. these things don't have meaning. They have no substance. So if somebody's out there and they're they're doing like, as Chris was saying, he, he did when he was earlier, compartmentalizing. Let me challenge you, especially like from a goal mentality. None of this has meaning. None of this has value. None of this has, um, you know, uh, nothing. It, it, those are the best words, I suppose. But without this idea of no Christ at the mm. center, you know, mm. because without that, it's just it's 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 nothing. It's mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's and I actually, I actually think family does belong in that category. That, sure. In that conversation. No, yeah. I was just trying because to think of I things. Think, I was just thinking of like the way that Anne Rand writes and she's talking now. Obviously, Anne Rand's making some more political, philosophical backdrop and whatever. But one of the things that that happens in a lot of her books is you see that the 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 state becomes sort of this like overarching theme and it become family does become valueless, right? Family doesn't have any meaning. In fact, we, in some of her books, she deals with the idea that, you know, there's just a mass state orphanage and everybody goes that way. Well, yeah. Well, so family does become meaningless. I agree. I, I wasn't meaning it that it was that I was just trying to save like categories that might not come off the top of our mind as like, 
you know, have a spiritual component. I got or whatever. you. Yeah, I got you. cool. So, question for you guys. So, yeah. we're all, we, we've kind of, we've, you know, I don't know how long we want to take this, but it seems like these are, we, we see the value of them. Yep. We don't want to over or under it, yep. you know, kind of. And then we also see that we got to connect it. Um, we got to make sure that the, the, the gospel's at the center for each one of us. All that being said, do you all do this? Do you make resolutions, goals? Is that something you like write down and try to work out? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start. I, I, um, uh, I had, I, for a while there, uh, I was doing it every single year, right? And, and the typical ones, you know, for me, it's <clears throat> weight has been a <clears throat> lifelong struggle. And so that tend to be one that I would add in there and then, of course, fail. Uh, and then, um, you know, at, at, at uh, one point reading the Bible, right, through the, through the year, that was, that was one. Um, <clears throat> because at the time, the reason that, that, that was even on the list is because it wasn't something that was a daily, right. Uh, just discipline. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and, and, and again, if, if this is a way to, to, to implement that habit or discipline of, of Bible study, great, you know, I mean, it's a good thing. Let's, let's take advantage of that. Um, but, uh, anyway, I, I stopped a few years ago. I think I, I think I might've read something or listened to something that, that said, uh, you know, uh, you're setting your year up for failure. If you set these resolutions and then ultimately fail early on, uh, you know, now, now you may not make goals. I, I don't remember exactly what that was, but somehow along the way I, I, uh, I did that. But nonetheless, this year, <clears throat> two things that I would say, uh, one and is I'd like to read, uh, and or listen to, a um, hundred books, almost two, wow. two, yeah, two, 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 a, two a month, two a week rather, uh, is is the goal this year. I'm at, I'm at three right now, uh, through the eleventh. So uh, we'll see, we'll see if we get there or not. Um, hundred, that's a lot. That's the goal. Yeah, no, never, never done that many. Thirty something is the most that that's I've ever done. It's only a tenth so. of what Ben does, but I'm right, sure. exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so, so that's one thing. The other thing is, again, in reading through uh, uh, church history, uh, and then, and then. Uh, the, the first, I, I, not not from the Protestant Reformation forward. I haven't I haven't done that yet this time. I've done it in the past, but uh, anyhow, uh, moving moving forward. I, I, I remember coming back on Sunday. This was the the Sunday you were preaching, Ben, and uh, we we had we all the family kind of had some some sickness and stuff, coughing and stuff. So we decided not to we, we stay home, right? And uh, so before Pastor Ben came on to preach uh, on Sunday, two Sundays ago. I actually um, was listening to Furtick, Stephen Furtick, and my issue with Furtick has always been, uh, you know, I felt like there, there, there's maybe a prosperity element to it. You know, it's a, it, maybe it's the brashness of his of his speaking. I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what what all it was. I think I think uh, Ben actually had said there was a quote he said one time is, you know, how he prepped for a, a sermon is he thinks of an idea and then he goes and finds the text to to to, to use it as opposed to no, I'm gonna. Here's the text, and let's figure out what it says, and that's what I'm going to preach. So it's uh, the expositional versus, you know, strictly kind of topical. And hey, this is what I want to want to want to say. Um, so it's a, d- a different way. So I think I think those are some of the things. But what I noticed after coming through that that church history, and I think having that as a backdrop definitely helped color the way that I was thinking. Um, was like, you know, he, here, you know, he's got he's got a large congregation, uh, you know, a lot of younger individuals, very brash. He 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 uh, elevate worship is uh, is is flourishing, and and from a theological or doctrinal doctrinal standpoint, I mean, they're solid, right? Solid music that's coming out of there. And I thought to myself, how how is all of this happening? If if the the, the doctrine in, in in proper theology is not coming out of his mouth, so I listened to a little bit uh, of him, and I thought to myself, like, okay, the pro- I don't I don't love his presentation, right? But 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 the substance is there. 
And, uh, and I thought to myself, I, I, I need to be a little bit more careful. So my, my, that's a long way to say this, uh, that in, in 2021 and moving forward, uh, I'd, I'd like to try to be a little bit less judgmental of individuals who I've maybe already come to some preconceived notions about. Hmm. Give them the benefit of the doubt. And, and, and I think that's good across the board to do. A lot of times, again, we were talking politically, whatever it is, I think a lot of times we tend to have preconceived notions about and ideas about uh, individuals who don't see things the way we do. And I think we need to understand that. Um, or try to understand how it is that they've reached that conclusion, right? I, I, at, at the very least, I'll, I'll say that. So, um, anyway, wow, that's, that's for cool. me. That's for yeah, me. it's yeah, it's definitely, and you know, just to affirm what Chris is going, what Chris is saying right there too. He's not also not saying we're just going to agree with everybody right out of the Correct. top of the hat, but we do right. want to hear what yeah. they're actually saying, right? 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 And I think that there's there's definitely a, a solid precedent for that. In fact, I think it will fall into the category of what C.S. Lewis called Christian charity. Okay. Wow. Right. And just the idea that we're going to extend the benefit of the doubt, extend yeah. the the assumption of good yeah. until that person has shown us otherwise. Yeah. And I think that that's that's not a, that's not an unfair place to stand in. That's mere Christianity. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, well, Ben, you want to got any? <laughs> Did you do you write them down? Yay, nay. No, I. It's do you, one of do the, you make resolutions? Resolutions goals? for me are just really they really go back and forth. I've gone back and forth with them over the years, kind of like what you were saying, Chris. You know, just going back and forth with whether or not I want to make one or don't want to make one, and and I think I think there's sort of a this year. I think more than anything else, I've wanted to be like more productive in some of the stuff that I've wanted to do. So, so in this case, I think a result for me this year and for 2021, that's all I'm going to commit to. I do, I have thought through and I am writing down those kind of resolutions. One of which is to be more productive in terms of actual physical work product, uh, not just in professionally, but also just in kind of like my own personal life. Um, I want to see like, more built out solid projects instead of getting distracted by the mundane. By and the it's, and it, I know it started out strong because uh, we were talking uh, just before uh, the break and, uh, and Ben, <laughs> you had stated uh, the month of January and we're in the 11th day. So I'm sure, I'm sure you're far along there uh, that yeah. you were going to go through the screw tape letters. There's 31 uh, of those letters and you were going to uh, publish one a day, kind of yeah, some I commentary on each of those. So um, can we, where can we find uh, the, the, the commentary on the first 11 uh, chapters? Nowhere, because uh, they don't exist. <laughs> they, no, the, so, ben, so, the Ben House commentary on Screw Tape Letters does not exist yet. There is, they're yeah, coming, so though. They're, they're still they're, coming. They are coming. I'm gonna, yeah. I want to start doing You're not that. giving up on it. I'm not giving up. I'm there. not quitting. Is this like an older project or something? No, no, no. no, no, no the, is, I think you were, maybe you would come in late uh, one oh. day, and so we would record a little thing. Yeah, we were just goofing off, and yeah. it turned into an actual thing that Chris published. And yeah. this is why you never sit in front of a mic unless you actually want to say <laughs> what you want to say with Chris Chambers. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, this was a project that I wanted to do this year, uh, not just for... A commentary on the screw tape letters. Commentary yeah. on the screw tape letters, but not just the screw tape letters. It's something that I want to continue or, or, to work through. Audio, audio, commentary. Audio, audio, yeah. I just want to continue to, oh, to okay. kind of like cool. work through a variety of books. Uh, screw tape letters is one. Uh, some of it, like, it, it started out as an idea of, hey, I want to do this for my church because this would be beneficial for my church. and. Also, this would be beneficial, I think, for, for some of my friends around me who, you know, it, it just this is something they're asking questions and they're like, why, you know, how is this working? What is this working? What does this do? How does the church function this way? And I think Screw Tape Letters is a great way to kind of have some of those conversations. Yeah. So I wanted to do it that way, but it's just a personal thing that I've started. And I haven't done it 
And it's because, like with so many other resolutions, I've allowed all the other busyness of my life mm-hmm. to kind of overwhelm what I wanted to get done. But to be fair, you have recorded a uh, an ha- introduction. Yeah, there is an and introduction. And that is posted. On SoundCloud. On SoundCloud. Yeah. So that is available if you want a little... Uh, and we'll, if you want to taste, that's right. Yeah. And uh, I guess we can put it... Is there a link we can we can put under the episode when we post it? I can try to find it. I can try to find it, yeah. Cool. And uh, so, so you want to do more work product uh, this year. Yeah. Uh, writing. I know you, there was a blog that you had at one point. A I lot of yeah, writing. I want to get back into writing. A lot. Of, this is a conversation that Cassie and I have a lot. Like ninety percent of my work happens in my head, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like that's oh, so you want to get it from your head to to paper, gotcha, or, or here digital whatever. paper, yeah, or, yeah. Or, just or yeah, audio. get so it out I of the tangible. I want it out of my head yeah. and into that. So that's yeah. that's sort of my resolution this year. Cool. Right. And then cool. Andrew, I know that you um, one of your. I don't know if we call it a resolution, a goal. I know you were looking to write a book, right? Uh, oh, devotional yeah. for well, Jericho. Yeah. Awesome. So, so, well, let me kind of go back. I, I, I do a lot of goals, tons of goals, tons. Just like, regularly. Yeah. All the time. Not like, just I beginning a, of the year. Yeah. But I've already written a hundred for this year. Oh, like, have you really? Yeah, I do. So no, like, like literally a hundred yeah, goals? Probably a, more than that, but I, I condensed it to a hundred. Because no, it's crazy, and I and and I'm I'm very comfortable with like the fact that hey, I might not hit some, yeah. But M- Michelle and I, my wife, we had a big conversation about this. We uh, going into 2021 because the our personalities are different. She's such a um, self competing person that if she writes something down and doesn't do it, it really She's bothers failed. her. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of the opposite. Like if I write it down and I don't do it, if I've so let's say I've tried to reach. 10 on something mm-hmm. but if i got to six and if that, that's a win that to me it's awesome so i put as much as i can i you know i go back and edit but yeah i do a ton and i've done that for years just because it helps me you know kind of prioritize what i want to do but yeah so like as a resolution though one of the things i really want to like i think of that as almost like a thing i want to like a more than just hey i want to write a book or something uh you know i want to want, change about how I'm doing things one is you know my parenting I really want to like for me it's you know I've really like I've only got a limited time with these kids and Mm -hmm. and I you know I want to I want to do the best I possibly can with that in a lot of areas and uh, just really take advantage of that season because I look at the the it kind of goes back to what I said earlier you know, we're, I'm, I, I can be the kind of person that gets so concerned with all these other things that I kind of not necessarily forget, but I don't put the same amount of energy in the things that God has put in my hands, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so I want I got three wonderful kids and I want to, you know, love and serve them the best I can and parent them. So but but goal wise, yeah, I put all kinds of crazy stuff down, you know, just give us like two examples. I'm writing a devotional. OK, that's the book you refer to. I actually want to write another one. Uh, for them that I've already started on, but the devotional is 31 days, and I think I've got six days done now. Uh, I, I hope to, I want to have that done by the end of February, I think is what I put. And then another one is, oh, let's see, let's do one that, uh, okay, this is one. I want to cook 100 meals this year. My wife does a lot of the cooking. I really enjoy cooking, but I don't like, I don't enjoy cooking sometimes like when it's like, uh, 
oh, it's Tuesday and we got a hurry kind of thing. So I like to do more like the weekend and stuff like that. So I made like I cooked a really good meal this weekend that I enjoyed, but uh, I, I enjoy that. So. so two meals, the two meals. Basically, a week. it's two meals a week. So yeah. usually it's like something I do on the weekend. So or or maybe you know weeknight if I'm not we're not so stressed. Are you tracking it or is this? Yeah. The, oh, you are okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah. So. So I do the like I do all kinds of range of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, um, because I, I I really like for me cooking. I'm in, I'm enjoying learning how to cook. Like uh, cooking's fun, dude. I love it. Yeah. And and, and I'm looking at the time, and uh, we're 38 minutes into this. Um, so we got a row. Well, I I guess I, I just wanted to ask one other thing, and um, and uh, I just went blank as to what that was. Oh. No, but um, you said something about tracking. I don't yeah, know I, I just. And I, I can't remember what it was, so I, I guess right. I'm not going to do it. Any other thoughts on uh, on resolutions? Well, well so, but that was my point earlier. You know, if we're talking, you know, if we're talking deeper, R- real quick, I found it. Yeah, there we go. Th- thank you. Just enough time. Um, uh, I'm good at that. <laughs> this this can it sounds to me like you're 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 being retrospective, right? Uh, uh, in in order to look ahead, right? It sounds to me you've re- reflective. Maybe we just say that you've been reflective on on the kind of parent that you've been uh the kind oh, of yeah, husband yeah, yeah. that you've been yeah. uh and 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 then you want to uh how can i be better yeah that's it dead on. um but it takes time to do that like you got to sit down to write 100 goals or whatever <laughs> like you got to sit down is it something where you sit down and take some time to do that or is it as something just kind of comes to your mind you find your notebook and you write it down and then move forward so both okay. I, I first started out with just my phone mm-hmm. open up an okay an app, app or whatever I, I, I keep writing them there mm-hmm. and then and then I had a deadline of like, all right, I want to have like kind of these published, and I backed that up two days because I didn't get it done in time. Um, but then, yeah, then I just sat down and well, I did it over a couple of days. And see, I, I think that's where resolutions, right? I think that's where that idea of resolution can be super, super helpful, right? In that, if we're not careful, we get so busy that all we do is we're just living life. We're not ever considering and taking stock. Hey. How old are my kids now? How much time do I have left for my kids? There was a thing, uh, I remember just talking about parenting for a moment, uh, like marbles, right? And you could take, see how one one marble represented one week, right? And so you could take your kids, see how many, you know, until they're 18 or graduating from high school, and then every week you take out one of those marbles as just a physical or a visual reminder yeah. of how much time you got left with them in your house, Yeah. right? Uh, and and I, 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 that's a that's a wonderful exercise. I th- um, I, this one's so, I think of this almost daily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hits me that hard. Yeah. And like yesterday, I had a, I had a parenting failure. I mm-hmm. had one, like that. I I and I won't go into it because it doesn't. Hey, need listen, to pop- he, he was just standing on a bench, man. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> I had I, I uh, one of the things I'm trying to do is you know change how I how I like discipline them and look at situations and and I, I didn't do it the way I wanted to and I had to come back and you know I apologize yeah. to him and this is I think I, I share that just to say this because people that make goals and stuff like that they I think one of the things that can happen is that if you fail or you mess up in that that, that you get discouraged and mm-hmm. you won't do it well I don't look at it that way I look at it very different like I already ex- I mean this might sound weird I expect failure mm-hmm. anytime there's not failure I think yeah. well, holy cow that's amazing <laughs> you know what I mean I have that built in and so it doesn't. It does. It bothered me, and I had to confess it, and I repented to them, and I, you know, I prayed. And but at the same time, it's like, okay, this is why I made this goal. I gotta, I gotta keep getting better at this, yeah. you know. So yeah. I'll just leave it at that. So yeah. Any other thoughts for you, Ben? 
No, I, I just really enjoy the idea of, I think more than anything else, it's just a venue I've never thought about it from, is the ad aspect of understanding that failures exist in your goals. Like, mm -hmm. if, if, and I just almost, it just kind of jumped into my head just from that perspective. It just is, is that, you know, if you weren't already failing at this in some level, like, it would have, well, have a goal. It wouldn't be a goal. <laughs> exactly. I mean, so, so don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Like, like Andrew was just saying, don't beat yourself up because you failed. I mean, now that you have the goal articulated, remember that that's, that was the positive, that was the first positive step forward, knowing that, hey, look, this is something I want to change. This mm -hmm. is something that needs to be addressed in my life. Mm -hmm. And, and feel like you know, yeah, that there there will be hiccups, and that's that is okay. That's yeah. in, that's interesting that you said, Michelle. Uh, it is like that because I, I I see that I've I, for sure. If I if I don't hit something, it's like oh my gosh, you know, I've I've just well, failed the, miserably. The, I am a miserable failure. The the that's it's really interesting, you know. And so if you're out there and you're hearing that conversation, and that's who you are, it's okay to be that way. Yeah. You know, that's good. You know, I mean, I think mm -hmm. there's positives to that. So. I think it's just an interesting conversation, this whole idea, because everybody's going to do a little bit different. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's cool. It's very yeah. cool. Well, 2021, fellas, um, that's... Uh, Buckle up, right? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, one way or another. That's it's right. It's coming, and, uh, and it's already uh, headed, uh, headed through. So, anyhow, um, I hope everybody has a happy new year, uh, 2021, and uh, keep uh, seeking the welfare of your city, right? Amen. Amen. All right, see y'all. As always, thank you for listening to People in Exile. For more information, visit the website, peopleinexile.com, and make sure to follow us on Facebook. Until next time, keep praying and seeking the welfare of your city.